Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Want to teach your kids financial literacy but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. OTR again now, the second day in a row on the road in Avon, Connecticut, United and States, at a lovely hotel here where the charm and elegance of the place has been preserved and the dial-up uh, internet has also been preserved from 1994, thankfully. <laughs> and so the pain will start tomorrow as we get to ready for... But I, you know what? That's for my work. For my work, I'm in Connecticut for work. But it's a lovely hotel. It's a lovely hotel. But this is all that matters right here, Reynolds. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Are you ready? Okay. We're all ready. This is a guy named Rob Law on Twitter. Okay. He's nobody. He's Rob Law, PhD, research and methodology. Actually, maybe he is. Love, love to travel. Peace seeker, he says. He's got a peace sign or something else. He says, I'm sad tonight. Conflicted as to whether to unfriend a person on my Facebook that I truly liked. They proudly posted that they went to a rally in support of Trump at Mar-a-Lago yesterday. What would you do if you were in a similar position? I know people who so, pose, proudly post they go to rallies that I disagree with all the time. No, hold on. So one person says, the breeze says. Mm-hmm. No, Kara says, I don't talk to my two sisters, nieces, or nephew. My parents are deceased. No other immediate family. And it is all because when I asked to stop talking politics, they just couldn't. Rob says, I can't believe the amount of division one man can cause this country. <laughs> How did Trump cause the division? He did, he's caused all the divisions. That's why. Okay. Um, 
Once uh, then, sometimes I curse. Says, I can't be friends with anyone who supports Trump. Not now. Not ever. There is no middle of the road for me. So. So. One of the truest things said was by Mary Trump. Trump has made it okay for people to be their worst selves. This is who the person has always been. It's a loss, but better people will come into your life. Imagine, like, being into Mary Trump as a person. (laughs) Like, that's the celebrity you're into and can quote. To quote Mary Trump, one of my favorite people. Like, this this is is pure grip. This is Debbie Miller, she says. When they show you who they truly are, guess where this is going? (laughs) Believe them. That's right. (laughs) That's original. I cannot reconcile someone who aligns themselves with a racist, deplorable human being. I've lost many, but happy to find more like-minded people. You can agree to disagree on tea or coffee, but not on values. Hmm. Um, there's one, there's there's two, you know, I gotta get back to the it's topic. It's really just revealing. My favorite one is, it is, has to do with, guess what decade, Alice? Which is why they can't talk, enjoy anybody who likes Trump. I don't know what decade. The 1930s. Did you realize that something happened in the 1930s? Um, maybe something in Germany. That's right. And she said, essentially, if in the 1930s there was one Nazi at the table and there was ten other people at the table, you've got eleven Nazis. So this guy, who I don't know what he's thinking, says, "To be honest with you, you should allow your friend to be them." You say you really like this person as a friend. If this is true, then one does sometimes uh, is just you would not, and they did. You can still like this person as a friend. No, 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 uh, no, 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 no. The very tolerant people shouted him down. I would have a tar- hard time with that. This isn't political disagreement. This is a man who steals and rapes. Does he? <laughs> this is not a pol- this is not a political disagreement with her friend. This is a man who steals and rapes. Is a national security threat. Is deeply racist and misogynistic. Doesn't care if people died from COVID. I don't think I could be friends with a supporter of that. So who here needs the mental health EMT? <laughs> um, obviously is- the person who went out to protest in Mar-a-Lago, right? <sighs> Isn't it so revealing, though, when people are like, we can disagree about how we take our coffee, but not about values. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a pretty boring life. You can only disagree with people about stuff that doesn't matter. You can only talk about stuff that doesn't matter. I knew someone once who said that they like never talk politics, religion, or something else. They had a third one, too. And I was like, what else is there to talk about? <laughs> like, well, that is such a great point, because so, what, so you guys somebody, talk about- is somebody going to get hurt if you talk about other things in the world? And, um, hold and on. Like, Lily what, Nunez, what are you supposed to- has, You're supposed who, to have a conversation about how to take your coffee? Like, no, that's the Lily, fun conversation you're going to have? Lily what a boring Nunez, existence. Lily Moon, yes, that's what they talk about <laughs> and when they hang out together and when they go to these groups about their own uh, supremacy. Lily Munez, who has a Ukrainian flag, is like, pretty much think I know her. And she's good. I had a friend of 25 years that I had goodbye to. Oh, sorry, that I said goodbye to because of this reason I can't. I just can't. 
and they think they're the good people too there's ones in there too in those comments of yeah. people who like cut off relatives ones like my mm. only living sister who's left and we're yeah. both old and we live across the country from each other and now we don't speak to each other anymore amazing that trump has caused this like no trump didn't no. do that you did it you're the one who's not speaking to your only remaining living relative for no reason and i'm laughing because it's insane well, but it's but also, also extremely sad well yeah it is absolutely and this pro- the projection well you know you thought that you knew them but apparently you didn't know them at all because look this nazi has showed himself and they're friends with him so maybe you didn't know them it's like maybe you didn't know you <laughs> exactly i've dumped all of my trump supporting friends but when it comes to family i've just imposed a strict not talking about politics rule what a fun relative to be around None of my friends that were aunties or uncles to my kids ever supported Trump. So if it's that kind of friend, I reconsider the friendship. Uh, what would you do if they were racist or known rapists or traitors to our country? Because they are all these things in their support of a malignant narcissist, unfortunately. So wait, you're a known rapist if you voted for Trump? That's a yes. lot of rapists in the country. Yeah. Well, it is. And it's interesting, too, because here's, here's another one. Nope. Gone. When you support the destruction and pain of so many humans over politics, when the truth practically smacks you in the face, cannot do it any longer. I do not want people such as that in my life at all. So who was the, in well, destruction well, but also here's and pain a, here's during the, the Trump years? Here's the thing. At what, point, at what point did these really good people... There's Ukrainian flags all over the place here. Mm-hmm. At what point did these really good people finish learning... To the point where they had comprehensively uh, satisfied every intellectual question that was out in the universe for them and came to their final conclusions, which apparently happened sometime in the last few decades. I've come to my final conclusions. I'm right I, about everything now. Yes, that's right. If, you're, if you went to Mar-a-Lago, I have no question. There are no, there's no way that can be explained. There's no possible way. Right. I mean, it it really is, you know, saying that you're infallible, that you're perfect, that everything you believe Mm -hmm. is right and true, and that you can only be questioned on things like how you take your coffee. We can disagree about what color car is best to have, but not like they, but they say things like that and they think things like that. Like we can't disagree about racism. Well, first of all, we're not even talking about racism, but like, you know, pre-Civil War, people did have to disagree about slavery, for example, and that's the only way that it ever changed is because people disagreed about it and had hard and awkward conversations and and did stuff and talked about things and said stuff that wasn't popular, right? And that wasn't the prevailing wisdom. So if ever if you believe all the stuff that's the prevailing wisdom is absolutely true mm-hmm. and can't be questioned and is never wrong, then you probably are wrong about a lot of things because what are the chances that us right now living in this time period that we're the first people to ever be right about everything in the history of the world? It's looking pretty good, I think. <laughs> okay. It's looking pretty good. Okay. Karine Jean-Pierre. But this is an interesting topic to me because so uh, because our kids are into Disney, there's an actress who's a former Disney actress named Sophia Carson who's taking some heat on social media right now. Mm-hmm. Because she did. She didn't go to a Trump event. Did she she didn't go to a Trump event. She is no. over. No. As far as I'm concerned. No. Um, it's much more problematic than that. I'm afraid she was in apparently a bad Netflix uh, rom com that involved uh, 
you know, a situation where two people who weren't planning to fall in love and are on different sides of the political aisle Ooh. turn out to fall in love and no, no, no. and like learn so to compromise it's a, it's a and Nazi affirming romance. Yes, yes. So this, of course, uh, is Nazcom. extremely problematic. And by all accounts, this is a terrible movie. So I'm not mm. advocating that you go out and watch it. Um, but basically, I'll, I'll give you the rundown. So this movie is called Purple Hearts. Get it? Because like blue and red, purple hearts. See? So they learn to be purple together. Oof. The guys in the Marines. So see? Purple hearts. <laughs> it's, it, that's about the level of movie we're talking about. Is there any about. chance he's an over-the-top Yahoo? And she's an over-sensitive, Here, well, I'm gonna read you a little over-sensitive bit, hippie I'm going to read you a little bit of this review from uh, something called Bust. By Margot Moran. Which Any chance bust the first time they really a, hook up, they throw each other against the wall of all the pent-in passion? <laughs> uh, bust is not a publication I had heard of, but apparently it's fierce, feminist, and funny. So, news. So, if you're interested all, in yeah. news like that, check out Bust. Margot Moran wrote this movie review. All the funniest people are feminists, I've <laughs> Purple Hearts is an enemies-to-lovers romance about a liberal musician and a conservative marine. When Cassie, a struggling singer-songwriter, finds out that her insurance doesn't cover the insulin she needs as a type 1 diabetic, she asks her marine best friend to marry her for the military spouse benefits. He can't oblige because of his girlfriend, but his roommate Luke overhears and realizes, nice realizes ask, though. marrying Cassie will afford him enough extra pay while serving to pay off his debts to his old drug dealer. Although Luke is conflicted over this decision because so his dad some, worked some, for the military so police. So these are all the protagonists? Yes. These are the good people? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Luke is conflicted because his dad worked for the military police and taught him that lying or taking advantage of the government is a serious misdeed. Fool. But uh, he marries her to protect his family from violence from his old drug dealer, Jono. Obviously, Cassie and Luke fall in love for real, and she runs to him confessing her love as he is arrested by the military police for faking their marriage. Uh, so then she writes that there is a lot wrong with Purple Hearts. We watched it so you don't have to. And we were left with three glaring questions. One, when did Netflix start producing military propaganda? Oh, yeah. Showing soldiers getting deployed and landing in picturesque villages where they play soccer with the local children who smile at them in awe mm. lends itself nicely to a narrative of American saviorism in the military. Yeah. At home... Cassie, a former critic of the military, later writes a song about her adoration of the troops. This sends the message that uh, if you criticize the military's practices, you just don't understand, and all right. the apprehension will go away that when you fall in love with your fake husband after means, he's deployed. That means he Stepford wifed her and uh, gave her a lobotomy, mm -hmm. and now she's in it to win it. Number two problematic glare in question. Can we separate a person from their political ideology? Mm -hmm. Purple Hearts says yes. Extremely problematic. You can't separate a person from their political ideology. That's who they are as a person. This movie has a thinly veiled message of why can't we all just get along? However, the protagonist's ideological differences are intertwined with theirs and their loved oh, one's identities. Sorry. Cassie's mom came to the U.S. as an undocumented immigrant, and Luke loves a nice, secure border. Cassie is non-white. Luke defends his fellow Marines who yell promises of ethnic cleansing in a crowded restaurant. Sounds like something the Marines do. Absolutely. Definitely sounds like military propaganda. For people with non-dominant identities, being, quote, apolitical and swept away by passion for someone who doesn't think your mom deserved safe entry into the country is a privilege they can't afford. 
And finally, fun. You say this is a feminist rom com. No, this this review is from a feminist publication. Okay. Um, And uh, finally, the final problematic thing is she lets go of uh, her feminist ideology and lets the Marines get away with racism and misogyny and becomes the perfect military wife. Um, And yeah, he doesn't compromise his values for the relationship. Yet Cassie is expected to. Teenage girls are eating up this movie, and the message is not great, oh, writes no. the feminist. That is so, no see, good. extremely highly problematic. So, and there's a bunch of complaints about this. The actress has come out and says, like, you know, people, the people in the movie are supposed to be flawed and show growth during the movie or something. But yeah, so she's on her way to being canceled, I assume. It sounds like uh, I didn't realize she was. Latinx, but I guess um, her family's uh, wealthy. Cat is Cassie? Uh, uh, n- no, the actress, Sophia Carson. I guess her family is from Colombia and uh, like a powerful Colombian family. She, I assume her Latinx card is about to be revoked any time now for being too white passing or white adjacent or something. So, uh, but yeah, so apparently, I mean, can't a Disney person go out and star in a bad rom-com on netflix without cutting heat for no reason but no you can't send the message that we can all just get along regardless of politics and these same people will turn around and tell you that trump divided the country like you're the one telling people that they have to cut off their only living family members if they don't like trump if they if they don't like the way biden's running the country right now like what planet are they on trump's the divisive one what's wrong with them i can't even like think about it but but yeah that's where we are and i know a lot of people like that who you know i just on Facebook, I don't do as much like politics posting because I know there's people that just like can't and there are people that I value in my life. But they, of course, can post all their opinions. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's it, they're not it, because their opinions be. are good. So they're allowed to just continue saying whatever they want and oh, yeah, having, having a great time. OK, I'll what's, hit down. What's wrong? Is it our kids? No, no. OK. I'll be right back. You got, okay. Can you fill? Yes, okay. I can fill. Of course I can fill. So anyway. Um, uh, oh, you weren't sure this was real? I, I definitely, I saw this post uh, for real. We can talk about that when you get back, when it when it was still up. So yes, we can definitely talk about that. But, um, you know, I, I find these reviews of this movie just incredible that people want, don't even want the message out there that you can continue to be friendly to people who disagree with you about politics and in the things that they say they value you know are really belied by the fact that they can't get along with people who who have slightly different views because realistically we're not talking about people being nazis people being you know whatever it is they always like to say that um you know, they always like to say, like, would you compromise with a Nazi? Would you be friends with a Nazi or a racist or a slave owner? Whatever it is, right? But um, realistically speaking, that's not what this is. This is people disagreeing about tax rates. And more to the point, it looks to me like the people that um, are more correct about the whole situation in politics right now, when you just look at how Trump ran the country and how Biden ran the country, uh, are are actually the the Republicans. It 
seems to me that holding on to this viewpoint that people who like the Trump presidency better than the Biden presidency is going to be extremely unproductive during the Biden presidency because he's so clearly screwed up the country, right? People remember the Trump presidency. And even people who maybe weren't crazy about Trump himself know that they were doing much better at that point in time. Right. People know that during the Trump presidency, they could buy more stuff at the grocery store. They know there was stuff in the grocery store for them to buy. They know there was baby formula. They know all this stuff. We were all there for it. We saw it. Right. We saw the vaccine get developed under Trump. And, you know, our liberal friends can be in full on denial about this, that like Biden actually got the vaccine out there and, uh, you know, Trump screwed up the pandemic and all all these like imaginary things that Trump caused Putin to invade Ukraine. You know, I talked to somebody about this on the radio in Connecticut the other day, and it was like, well, Trump caused the Afghanistan withdrawal. Trump caused the Ukraine war by by liking Putin too much or something. Trump did this. Trump did that. Trump screwed up the pandemic. You know, you can really look at both presidencies and see what actually happened. So, It's going to become harder and harder to live in a world where you're going to have only people who believe that the Biden presidency is going really well and the Trump presidency was a big mistake and screw up. And I think the more the left buckles down into this viewpoint that we absolutely can't compromise with people who say, like the military, with people who want lower tax rates, with people who want, you know, less inflation, with people who want gas prices to be low, things like that, because the left really doesn't want those things. The left believes in having higher gas prices for their green energy stuff. The left isn't interested in, you know, making people like the military more. They're interested in making the military actually worse. All this stuff, you know, you can... You can sit here and tell me that Trump was a bad president and this and that, but you know, we we were all there, right? So at this point, if you're mad at people about the Trump presidency still, you're just delusional because the Trump president Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely and invest. With your guardrails in place, parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. That's greenlight.com ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. See, it was totally fine. Nothing happened to you. He didn't put you in a camp. Nothing went on. I mean, I, I don't think that there's really much of a leg to stand on now that we've had the Trump presidency. Maybe during the campaign, it was a little different. I think a lot of these people were just scared, terrified by what the mainstream media had been telling them that Trump was going to do when he was elected, right? That what he was going to do to LGBTQIA plus people, what he was going to do to immigrants, what he was going to do to whoever, right? 
And I think a lot of people are, you know, to women, maybe a lot of people were so scared of this fake idea of Trump that they had in their head that, you know, I can kind of understand why they would be upset with people who voted for Trump, because in their mind, he was like this monster. But then the actual real life Trump presidency happened and you don't really have anything to stand on anymore in terms of like what Trump did, which is why people like that caller I talked to in Connecticut have to like make things up like that he caused the Afghanistan withdrawal or he, you know, caused the Ukraine war or he did whatever. Uh, you know, he he had a pretty darn successful presidency as far as I can tell. Nothing seemed to really go that wrong, despite the warnings of terrible things happening at every turn, right? Even when he like killed people like Soleimani, all the experts were like, oh no, this is going to really escalate. This is causing our threat level to go up. All these things. Nothing happened. Everything was fine. Nothing happened with North Korea. Everything was fine. It's really incredible, um, like the fantasy world that people on the left live in. And they're mad at you if you won't join them in it. And they're so mad at you if you won't join them in it that they'll cut you off out of their lives. And not only that, they're mad if a movie exists that says that maybe cutting people out of your lives over the Trump presidency is like not a healthy way to live day to day. So I don't know. I'm interested that Netflix even made this movie. It sounds like it's really bad, honestly. But um. I think it's interesting because it's obviously meant to cater to a totally different audience, especially when Netflix was getting the rep of being super woke and being in the throes of, you know, these employees just having to listen to what they said, walking out about Dave Chappelle, et cetera, and the Cuties movie, all these things. So it's interesting to see. I wonder if Netflix, we know that they obviously cut a lot of employees this year because of their drop in subscribers. It'll be interesting to see if they move to like cater toward a more mainstream audience and not this like radical leftist audience because honestly, it is the mainstream, right? The mainstream likes the military. The mainstream thinks letting men play in women's sports is nuts. The mainstream thinks that encouraging children to go through life-changing surgeries at a young age that aren't necessary is nuts. The mainstream thinks, you know, they're the mainstream isn't racist. They think everybody should get a fair shot in the country. The mainstream doesn't agree with this like critical race theory, ongoing white guilt propaganda. The mainstream, this is the mainstream view. And it's only because the left is so powerful in cultural institutions like Hollywood and, you know, like the media, all these places, the they control the culture. And so it sometimes feels like as a conservative, you're not mainstream. Now, I'm not going to go out there and tell you that, you know, states like Massachusetts or Connecticut, where we are now, are absolutely packed with people who are, you know, actually conservatives deep down. I can tell you we've been out in Connecticut uh, yesterday and today, and I've seen more masks here than I see even in Massachusetts, which is crazy to me. I don't know really why there's all these people in masks, but Connecticut seems to have a lot of them. I don't know why. Um, but I do think like nationwide across the country, I think that a lot more people are just normal, you know, and I think that as there start to be more, um, as there start to be more cultural institutions, like Daily Wire is starting to put out a lot of movies. They're working on starting to put out a bunch of kids content. Um, 
and and even if you know places like Netflix start to move towards more even just neutral content I personally think that this movie Purple Hearts dumb though it sounds sounds pretty like middle of the road basic boring stuff that's exactly what you would expect from a stupid rom-com and that the message can't we all just get along shouldn't be problematic at all and I think most Americans feel that way I think most Americans who aren't like stuck in deep Twitter brain do actually want to get along with their friends and relatives and go back to like not caring about politics 24 7 unfortunately there is a whole cottage industry of analysts news stations pundits, you know, general packs, grifters, whatever, all the things that come along with politics that uh, that have built their whole, you know, existence on the idea that we're all going to be perpetually upset and outraged and freaking out all the time. And, you know, sometimes I freak out. I definitely, you know, I in some ways I'm radical like that. I definitely think we're like an empire in a state of collapse a little bit here. Uh, but you know, I'm not, I'm not mad at people day to day. Uh, I'm not upset about things like that. So I I don't think it's worth it to be, to be stressed about stuff uh, like that. And certainly not worth it to cut off friends and relations over it. One sec, I have to check the hotel room door. Until you, until you knocked on the door and I got up to get it. So and now my camera's frozen. But uh, so Tom's back. I don't know what he was doing. It looks like he might be planning to cheat on his diet. So uh, well, we'll find out who called you. Who called you? What's going on? What's happening over there? Did you have a drop of illegal diet merchandise? You can't break the diet. What are you doing? What are you doing over there? I don't trust Tom very much at all. So, um, Tom asked me in our Twitter chat uh, if this thing was real. So I'll start talking about this a little bit. Um, That this guy posted, I mean, it's as real as it could be. I mean, I don't know. I didn't, um, I don't know that this is a real person because the Twitter handle is anonymous, but certainly these were real tweets that somebody tweeted. And I don't know if, uh, I don't know if, I don't know, you know, beyond that, like how real the person is or how real the situation is. But this person really tweeted this the other day. Um, and this presumably guy tweets when I was dating my ex two weeks into our relationship her ex burst into our house when we were together to talk to her he threw me out okay now hold on so we need to take this one step at a time yes this is important okay because if this is true what are you saying and by the way before you accuse me anymore accuse I will have you know that I got a call you from, got a call. From Redwood City, California at 702. Okay. To tell me to come to the lobby. So I went to the lobby. Mm-hmm. The actual lobby. Okay. 
and waited for the longest, well, the longest check-in in the history of all hospitality was taking place. And I said, did anybody ask for me? And she said, nope. And then I called back my friend from Redwood City, California, and I said, there's one lobby, and then a mile and a half away, there's another atrium. Could you be there? And he said, yes. So I went there, and then he handed me these aperitifs, unsolicited, Alice, unsolicited, a nice gray goose and soda. Uh, was this um, was this an order that you placed? Alice. This is we're not we're in foreign lands. So don't what use is your, wrong with you? Colonialism on these people. Okay. So, okay, so it's important that we start. This is important. This tweet because it's everything, really. So he's with his girlfriend mm-hmm. at her place or his place. The ex, comes, her house, her house. The ex comes over, tells him to leave. Because he, he needs wants to talk to, to her. talk to the ex. Okay. Yes. He <sighs> threw me out. Threw me out. I slept outside whilst they did the deed, according whilst to whilst they fornicated. Yes, had sex. This is. He left in the morning, and I came back in. He left in the morning, <laughs> and he came back in. I forgave her. <laughs> and we dated for one year after that. Now there's a second tweet that goes. Now hold on. Story. Already, okay. already, obviously. Oh, so he forgave her right there on the spot, and they dated for a year. Now that's incorrect. He's dating. <laughs> right. She's hooking up with him. She's sometimes. single. Right, exactly. So already, and I think most men, when I was younger, I've been, I've never quite this. I mean, this is, this is, your friends would leave you, really, if it was a guy, (laughs) if you said this and like said, oh, I'm going to go. Although I have been, I have have not quite done this, but I have, I have disgraced myself, certainly, into some long-term relationships that I, that were broken and, and, But that is awful. The fact that the guy tells him to get out, he then hangs with the, his girlfriend. They have makeup sex all night. This guy waits till the next morning. Forgives her. Forgives her. <laughs> I can't. Okay. So. So follow up tweet. She cheated on me multiple times. And no. <laughs> I don't understand because it seems to me that when he this forgave her. This is built her, on a really strong foundation. When he forgave her, I would assume that that filled her with so much respect for him. Mm-hmm. As any woman would, a man who was over, willing to overlook her mistakes and her her moral failings. There's nothing hotter than that in a man, isn't there? Oh, yes. That's definitely. A man that's who stands what women by like, I think. And says, you know what? I'm going to empathize with you. Go ahead. Go mm-hmm. ahead. She cheated on me multiple times and sometimes he left his underwear here. And she forced me to wash them. <laughs> she, okay. So, okay. So. <laughs> obviously, she cheated on him multiple times. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't see how the in, there's any possible... Okay, so how does this guy 
redeem himself? What's the right move if you're this for this guy else as a woman? You mean like how do you make this girl like you? Uh, like sure, because she obviously or, or doesn't. How, or how do you exit this situation with a, a, any tiny microscopic tidbit of dignity or worth at all? Uh, I I don't really. I mean, like, I don't see what he he. I guess if he like cheated on her or something. Yeah. But just he should never have like forgiven her to start with. Like when somebody kicks you out to sleep with somebody else, that means for that. hours. Well, so they, so they only have sex, but then like go to sleep as you're waiting out there. <laughs> it's not. It. So. I, how do you, that doesn't even like compute to me. So the only thing he could do is have a meeting with him and her and try to have an exercise in understanding and hopefully somebody will get emotional enough to bear the reason for why they were acting this way. And maybe in that way he'll be the alpha in the sense that they'll do some growing and he's been the mediator. Do you think I believe that? No. Obviously, the only way out for him to show any respect for himself mm-hmm. and for the girl um, whatsoever to have a modicum of of worth left on this earth, the only decent thing he can do as a human being is to murder her. That's <laughs> oh, no, no, that's the only decent thing to do here as a human being. There is no, uh, I mean, and then he's got to, of course, murder the other guy, and then he's got to, um, he's got to feel um he's got to put on a suicide vest full of dynamite uh and then he's got to go into the bottom of a huge septic tar pit and explode himself into that that's 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 the beginning of his journey to redemption but that that is only that where's cyril oh okay i was worried he was still out in the hall yes well i was in well, I was looking for my friend from Redwood, California. Uh-huh. One of our sons was in the long, long, ornate staircase that curves down. He was bouncing a furry ball down the <laughs> stairs. He seems to have known everybody in the hotel already. Do you know the front desk person, Cyril Anson? Is she nice? Mm-hmm. Is she your friend? No, she's not his friend. I could the, the nerve. <laughs> Put it, we'll fill out a comment card before you leave. Everybody so, here is here in this hotel to make sure you guys have a good time. But the story isn't quite over yet. Oh, no. So after the year of dating, she broke up with me for him, and now they're engaged. What? He's <laughs> at least been invited to the wedding, I hope. <laughs> <coughs> I mean, like I said, I this is a real set of tweets. I don't know how real the people are that are involved with this. So... Um, Did you guys wash out those glasses? What? Did you wash out those glasses? No, this is just my cup that I have. Okay, what about cereal? Um, okay, well. Okay, good. Okay, so now they're happily married. So it's a happy story in the end. I guess so, yeah. Everybody. This guy needs to be in a watchtower, in a clock tower with a high powered rifle. That's the only possible way. I'm just saying morally to recoup your losses and to make this a better tweet. Because there's no symmetry. This is why people are dri- listening to this right now and driving. Oh, nice. Really? And, and driving 
and veering off the road a little bit or jogging and feeling uncomfortable because there's no symmetry. You, the guy hits the clock tower and whacks everybody out at the wedding, but then there's some symmetry and the wrong is not righted, but at least the, it's offset. There's a debit and a credit right back to zero. That's got to be it. Guys, stop. The Shattuck because you're screwing up the cameras. Guys. I'm distressed by this situation. I understand. I'm sorry. Well, good thing our friend from Redwood, California, brought your thing. It's okay. It's okay. How is your soliloquy? Um, I don't know. I guess you'll have to listen to the show to find out. Maybe you'll listen to this episode. Do you have any chat chats? Oh, hold on. Let me see. It's just about time to check on the chat chat, I think. For the yes, we're recording. Yes, we're That's recording and you're screwing it up. Mm-hmm. We're screwing it up. Yes. You're okay, like knocking cameras. They don't point at people anymore. Things like that. Here we go. Um, one Crazy Summer's on. What a bizarre film. John Cusack, Demi Moore, Curtis Armstrong, uh, Bobcat Goldwaite. Booger. Booger, I think. Uh, Jeremy Piven. Weird. Just a weird movie. So, Justin, I'm glad you mentioned that because One Crazy Summer is a movie that was intimately entwined with many people my age in Massachusetts because my friends, Keith, the McLaren's next door, mm-hmm. their cousins were all in the movie because it's a big cape movie. Everybody knew somebody who was in One Crazy Summer. I never actually saw the whole thing. But um, but I love Jeremy Piven, and I'm glad it happened. It was one of those things everybody knew. It was like when uh, there was – you don't remember, Alice, but there was a movie with uh, – uh, can you guys not play with the beach ball? Can now? you not do that right over here? Um, there were a couple of movies like that where um, Robert, uh, whatever. There was a movie in the mid-80s that used to film all around Massachusetts as well, and it was all the, the talk. But it was a bizarre movie. That was the, All the, the 80s movies were the same. They were Now I find them to be classics because people acted like their animal selves, and it was fine, you know, under the threat of scary nuclear war. At the time, yeah, it was a lot about, uh, I can't say because the kids are here, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a cold. It's not COVID. That's why I keep telling them. It's not COVID. I taste and smell. It's not COVID. What was that music in the background? Was that Pat Benny? Yeah, I have a cold. It's not COVID. It's not COVID. I need to know what that, that, uh, what that uh, what that song is? So it makes me very nervous. He didn't know mm-hmm. Pat Benatar. I think it's Pat Benatar. I'll be excited about today's show. You are. Yeah, because I was down in the doldrums earlier. We had the coffee, and uh, now I'm more excited. And my friend from the Redwood, California, brought us a welcoming gift to his land. I think is what this is. <laughs> We're not so in his nice. land if he's from Redwood, he, California. I don't. I don't. If that's his truth, then you mm, know. Okay. Okay. You're waiting for me to press the button that makes the music go. Yes, I am waiting for that. Thank you so much, everybody, for bearing with us. We will be back at the Shattuck Mance tomorrow, and we will record that Patreon show for those of you who are. Thank you very much, our Patreon supporters. Um, As you can see, the hotel room situation is not really lending itself to doing a lot of recording. So we'll get to that tomorrow. And uh, thank you always for listening. It's so fun getting to talk to you guys every day. C'est la vie Imagine 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Boll Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Boll Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bollandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game, and it's good for you. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. <laughs>